0: This is the Elevate Student Ministry Podcast. Hi, I'm Pastor Dominic. Welcome to Elevate, the student ministry of Living Word Church, where we exist to exalt Christ, make disciples, and equip the saints. Thank you for sharing some of your time with us today. May it elevate Jesus and encourage you. Let's get started. God, we thank you so much for this day, Lord God. We thank you for the rain. We've had a lot of it. And so, like, we're we're blessed. So many people are going through droughts. And we thank you for that rain, Almighty God. We thank you for the refreshing that it brings not only to the grass, to the land, to our earth, but, God, we thank you for the refreshing rain of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And we pray for that this morning. God, we pray that you, Almighty God, would work in our hearts, that just as Jeremy preached last night, that we would be willing to put off or take off the old and put on new, Lord God. We pray that this morning is practical and that it makes sense. And we pray, Almighty God, that we're willing to put on new habits, Father God, and that you would walk us through that, not only this week, but next week and the week after and thereafter, Lord God. We ask this in your name. Amen. Amen. So how many of you have a favorite fruit? And this really is important. It's not just an empty icebreaker. How many of you have a favorite fruit? Love fruit. How many of you like could eat that fruit incessantly, right? Okay, so like, name me one of your fruits. Blueberries, Blueberries. 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 oh, watermelon, watermelon. like watermelon. so many. I am like a fruit lover, so you you probably couldn't say one that I don't like. Like, it's impossible. So when my family was young, we used to get a watermelon, and we, w- we played outside all day long. Like literally, we lived outside. So we would get a big watermelon, and we would slice it open like out here on the cement, and we never brought any of it back in the whole entire thing was cut and we're talking the big ones and eaten like we never had leftover. We would do the same thing with like a big flat of strawberries bring them home, play eat and we we just literally could not get enough of it and so I want you to think about that think about your favorite fruit and hang on hang on to that thought. So I'm going to recap the same verse that Jeremy used last night, which was Proverbs 18.21. It's one that after this weekend, we want you to memorize. We want you to think about it. We want you to write it in your journals, hang it in your lockers, put it in your car, wherever you speak to people the most or wherever you text the most. We want you to plaster that scripture everywhere because the more you see it, the more it's going to seep into your mind. Hopefully now you're going to put some like practical, even vision, some, some sight to it is what I'm hoping to do for you this morning. So that verse is the tongue has, I'm going to go for, I've left my Bible in the car. Thank goodness. The tongue has the power of death and life and those who love it will eat its fruit. So think about that fruit that you love, that fruit that you can't stop eating, right? Because really, like there were strawberries out this morning, and I'm pretty sure we left with a cleared plate of strawberries. There was blueberries, There, there, definitely half of those are gone. And so I want you to get that connotation of the fruit. Those who love it are going to eat its fruit, and we know what it's like to be addicted to our fruit, right? I want you to think about the word power in that scripture. The tongue has the power of death and life. Some scriptures flip it and say life and death. Either way, we still have two, like those are extremes, right? Life, you're living, or you are dead. Right, they're two very extremes. So I think that the scripture is full of extremes and I want us to have an extreme impact on us. When I sorry, I'm going fast because I'm trying to get us out the rain. So when I think of the word power, I think of like three things came to my mind initially. One of them was strength. So power to me is like a powerful word and I do think of like strength, strong. I also think of magnitude, like a powerful earthquake magnitude it's something that's big right it's got big implications strong heavy implications and then the last thing i kind of thought of was like horsepower like in a vehicle because that's that tells you how much power the engine has right and so i want you to think about it It says the tongue has the power of death and life so we're saying that this little bitty teeny tiny three-inch part of our body. Like, think about your muscles. Like, the like you know, somebody, n- not me, but somebody here who's got some big guns. Uh, there you right go. Here. Elijah's flexing his, Caroline. Yeah, think about that, Sam. So think about those guns, you know? Think about that. Power. It's not that. Think about a bodybuilder, a big, you know, linebacker on a football team. It's not their quads. The tongue. Nowhere in the Bible is it talking about somebody's arms, their legs. It's talking about the... And it has so much power and strength and magnitude that it's going to give us these two extremes, life and death. So this next verse is James, James 3, 1, through 11. And that's another one you could write down. That one, the first one is Proverbs eighteen twenty one. This one's James 3, 1 through 11. This one's kind of long, but it's got a point. Not many of you should become teachers, my fellow believers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. We all stumble in many ways, like we all fall, we all mess up, everybody knows that. Anyone who's never at fault in what they say, so he's talking about our speech, is perfect, which obviously is Christ. Um, Able to keep their whole body in check, because there's nobody here. I think we can all agree and establish that. Verse three, when we put a bit in the mouth of a horse to make them obey us, that's the little ch-chut that goes in their um, mouth, and then it's got the two reins and you steer them. So when we put that little bitty teeny tiny bit In their mouth, it steers a huge, powerful horse. So do we get the connection? Little bitty bit, big, strong horse, little bitty tongue, life, death. Or we take ships, Like in this day, we're talking not like little joe boats, right? We're talking ships. When we take a ship, as an example, although they are so large, they're driven by strong winds, but they're steered by that little bitty small rudder. Right? So again, that big, enormous, powerful vessel steered by that very small item. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts, which is selfishness, like Jeremy told us. Consider what a great forest, like how fast and how powerful a forest fire is, but it's set off by the tiniest spark. One little match, one little unbutted out, whatever that means, you know, like a cigarette. One little bitty smoke, cigarette in a dry forest will set that entire thing for acres and acres on fire so the tongue corrupts the whole body it sets the whole course of one's life on fire so if we don't watch that little bitty thing our whole life can be set on fire from its power and the fruit that it produces from our first verse all con- and, sorry, and it's, it itself is set on fire by hell, reminding us that our tongue, our tongue is very much influenced by Satan, the devil. He likes to get us in trouble. He likes to put our foot in our mouth. He likes to make us hurt other people. That's his goal. It's for us to be isolated. For us to hurt people. That's why it's set on fire by him. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures can be tamed and have been tamed by mankind, but no human, no human can tame this little bitty tongue. And that, if you think about it, it really is true. It's a restful evil, fully of deadly poison. With the tongue, we praise our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse humans, who, who have been made in God's likeness, which means we should not be doing that to humans because they are made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing, my brothers and sisters this should not be can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring if we do e-groups that's a talking point or maybe tonight or whatever all right so therefore if we go back to the proverbs verse and we we read where it says that the tongue produces fruit and those who love it are going to keep eating it now we see that our tongues we're either going to produce the life or the death so that fruit If your tongue is producing life and you're speaking life to people and you're encouraging them when it means that it's going to produce fruit, you're going to love the way you make other people feel because that's unselfish. That's us pouring out the heart of God to other people. Right. But if we're speaking death, if we're speaking curses, if we're speaking negativity, if we're speaking slander, speaking gossip. That's set up by Satan himself. That's what directs and rules our flesh. So what happens is we kind of get these little tainted hearts. And do you see that it also is fruit? It says either one of them are fruit and they're produced from our tongue. And so what happens is we start kind of sometimes liking the way that it feels does it make us feel better than somebody else selfishness does it make us feel like we have power over them selfishness and so that's where we have to watch that so one of the things i thought of for today is i want you to pair words the words that we speak which jeremy touched on last night with W- uh, typed words, right? Because I feel like in today's generation, honestly, there's probably as much typed language as spoken language. If you really think about it, between your posts, your texting, tweeting, and everything else that I probably am not current with, right? Would you not say that 50% of your communication with people your age is through one of those mediums? What y'all think? Do you call friends on the phone more, raise your hand, if you call them and verbally speak to them more than you text them? Anybody? One, two, three, five, I would say less than 10 for sure. 10 or less, 10 or less. So out of everybody represented here, the majority of us are saying that we type as much or more than we speak to other humans right sometimes even the people in our families and so i want you to consider i want you to remember that as we're going through all right who knows what the fastest animal on earth is Cheetah. cheetah. all right a cheetah who knows what this is arrow. an arrow did you know that an arrow is really two and a half times faster than the fastest cheetah Whoa. i think that's 50 like Nobody else finds that cool. I mean, I know I'm a nerd, but like like when you think of a cheetah, like that's fast, right? That's fast. But like an arrow is two and a half times faster than a cheetah. So like that's crazy. These arrows, when they're like shot in competition, they say that they can go upwards of 150 to 200 miles an hour. This, this little bitty dinky thing. And so like it's just like our tongue, right? So, obviously, an arrow that is shot has a lot of power, right? It's got that strength. It's got that magnitude to it, right? So, I want you to consider, and I want you to put, like, visualization to this, all right? This is very important. I want you to consider your words as arrows, all right? Your words, your spoken word, and we're going to go ahead the whole time and associate the Typed word, right? That written word. I want you to picture them as real, true arrows. And we know as soon as we hit that send button or we hit that post, it's a done deal, right? It's as fast or faster than the arrow that flies at 150 to 200 miles an hour, right? So um, when you think of an arrow, all right, an arrow can be shot to hunt, right? And if it's shot to hunt and it's flying at 200, um, we'll just say 200 miles an hour, if it's a smaller animal, it's going right through the animal. So they say if it's anything that's small, it, it can actually go right through the animal. So I want you to think about that like Jeremy last night. He said that our words are knives and they have two purposes. They can hurt, they can cut, they can slice our hearts, our egos, our um, fragile you know, self-esteems, but so can an arrow that is shot and can go right through an animal, right? That's something that's going to hurt, right? It has the power of that animal either living if they miss or that animal dying if they hit it, right? I want you to think about that. Normally, when you think of an arrow, and if I had a bow, what would you think that I was coming here to do with it? Shooting at a target, right? Archery, right? And the goal of that is to what? hit Hit the bullseye, right? So I want you to get that image in your head. This arrow can do two things just like the knife. The knife can cut, it can slice, it can kill, but it can also heal in an operating room. Right? Same thing with the arrow. We can shoot it at an animal to produce death, or we can shoot it at a target and aim for the bullseye and yeah, that's like awesome. Like if you're in the Olympics and you like shooting and you're getting that sucker going like, that's awesome. What? You can win an Olympic gold medal. I want you to think of the bullseye as God's heart. All right? So we're going to pair the bullseye with God's heart and then i want you to picture that target the round you know like think of like literal target the store right the target where it's got the red rings right i want you to think of that on every person's heart that you interact with So when you look at, when I look at Keely, I see that little target, that visual target on her heart. When I'm about to post, when I'm about to tweet, when I am about to send that text message, I am thinking of that human with that bullseye. Because we want to go toward what God's heart is for that human. So the power is in our tongue, the power is in our thumbs, right? Because our world today that we live in is so full of people tearing each other down. Like Satan is behind us constantly ripping at people's self images, their self esteem. We're constantly ripping at people when they make one comment about our, if somebody else heard it or in your people group, right? That's all we get, but that's also how everybody wants you to respond. Like, that's what we get. We are bombarded with it. You watch it in TV shows. You watch it in movies. That's how they respond. You hear it in songs. One singer singing about another one who dissed them or whatever. It's everywhere that we go. And so don't give it more power. It's already killing enough of us. Let's become a generation and a group as Elevate that we are now looking at people and our goal is to produce that or hit that bullseye, that target on everybody's hearts, which are God's love for one another is to encourage. His love wants to help. His love wants to edify. His love wants to build everybody up. So I want you to think that when you see the person or when you're thinking about them, or even better yet, when somebody is, is when you're in a group, like we talked a lot about gossip and about how it is hard. And last night in our e-group, we talked about like when somebody like, I mean, sometimes people just catch you on the bad day or on a wrong day and somebody catches you and like, they say something really funky to you, your natural tendency is to shoot right back, right? But I have an acronym for the word THINK as well, and we're gonna put those letters to your target, all right? But our goal here is to aim for the bullseye. Every single time, I now want you to picture that red circled bullseye, and I want you to think of the word THINK, T-H-I-N-K. All right, let me see what I skipped. I'm try- oh. I want to cover this too. So another Bible verse for you is, um, James 1 22. So log that in the back of your head, James 1 22. So we did Proverbs what? 18 21 Proverbs 18 21. And then we did James three, James three. If you just go to the beginning of James three, you got the power in the taming the tongue, and then this one is still in James, and it's one twenty-two. This one's real short and simple. He tell, The writer tells us, do not just hear the word, but do the word, and that's the application. Um, last night, Jeremy talked to us and told us the power of those words, and now we wanna put the application to it, right? We wanna put it to flight. So he's reminding us, don't just hear, but do. So what I want you to think about, um, trying to get us out the rain, but get us our most important parts. All right. Yeah, we're comfy. Okay. I mean, in a nutshell, an amazing right here. That really is everything. Um, so I think my one of my biggest encouragements is When we, and I thought of this when Jeremy was preaching last night, especially when he hit on, because it really is, like I just, I wasn't really considering, it really is our selfishness that motivates us to cut somebody down, talk bad about them, make ourselves get puffed up, and them to get smaller, or like when he was saying like at APOR where they battle, like one person's story outdoes another story. It's all selfishness and that's what i thought of with this is whenever i guess it's kind of like i thought of the imagery was whenever somebody whenever we allow someone to get the best of us because that's what happens we're tired we're weak or the third option we're really just living in our flesh right it's one of the three And so we all battle all of those things. We're all tired. We all get caught up in having to be in those people groups. We all get caught up in just living by our flesh. I did it last, not last week, but the week before. I totally got caught up. I knew, and like I was being catty, like 100%, I was being catty with my words. And I sent it in a text message. And I knew, like I had that check in my spirit before I sent the text message, and I chose to send the text message, waited, I ended up doing like a battle, but I ended up, ultimately I sent it. And so like, we have to fight, like we're all normal, we're all humans, we're all gonna have that sharpness to our tongue, every one of us, we're all gonna have that. But what our goal here is, is to make sure that we, Take it a notch down. We work on it. We're taking off the old and we're putting on a new habit. And part of that is to constantly remember I do not want to live in selfishness. Start training yourself to think I don't want to be selfish. I want to edify. I want to hit that bullseye of God's target for each and every person. Because really, our group would be so much better. Your families would be so much better off. Your girl groups your guy you know like really and truly it would only benefit all of us and I kind of feel like it spreads because it is powerful if in a friend group one person is always or two or three are always the gossiper and there might be one that's not if two can get together and bond together and say, okay, every single time we are going to do this, and this is your game plan, you will eventually spread the not participating because the power of life is going to spread. But it's gonna take us putting action. And so I wanna tell you this acronym. Um, So we're gonna remember the words THINK. All right, and so if you thought of a target and it had five red rings down to the center, from the outside it would be T-H-I-N-K. Right, T-H-I-N-K. I I really think like there is some kind of social media campaign that's similar. I I tried to look it up and find it. I really feel like I've seen that before, but my words are definitely different. So T-H-I-N-K, so I want you to think of every human with a bullseye on their heart, and with it is the letters T-H-I-N-K, all right? Think, the first one is, does it tear down? What is T? Tear down. Tear down. Is it tearing somebody down? Whatever you are speaking, and let's let's go to whatever we are thinking because we already know where our thoughts are, our heart lies, and it's coming out either in action or in mouth. It's coming out, thumbs. It's coming out. So what is T? Tear down. H is it honest? Is it truthful? Is it honest? So we've got tear down, honest. I anybody want to take a guess? That's a hard Ingrid. one. I like that. I chose a different word, but I do like that. Integrity. Integrity is character. It's who you are when nobody else is looking. Are we doing the right thing? Are we doing something that's honoring God? So, is what you are saying to someone else, does it show your integrity? Does it show your integrity as a Christian? Is what you're about to post and type, does it show your integrity as a Christian? Mine didn't a week and a half ago for sure. So, we've got T, what? Tear down. H, I, the next one is n. it could be nice but what I thought of was oh yeah I, I changed this one I thought of nice originally that's why I have to keep telling myself is it necessary like I yeah I thought necessary was so much better than nice is it necessary I mean really mine wasn't like I know mine wasn't and then It for me, mine, like what Jeremy said, like cut my little heart. I was like, I'm so sorry, God, I repented already, but I need to repent again because it made somebody think something else of somebody else. And I felt so guilty all over again, which we should, which we should. And so now we've got we do not ever want to tear down. Tear down. We want everything that we say, speak, and type to be honest. honest. And we want it to show God's integrity with us as a Christian. And then that, I'm on N, right? In is it? necessary and if it's not let's just don't even let's just keep it in that was my struggle that was my battle just being real and then K is kind 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 Caroline kind is it kind and this is what I thought of like um, at some point yesterday is if you the T and the K are really related because if it is tearing someone down It is definitely not being kind. But if what you are saying, texting, or thinking is kind, then you know you're not tearing someone down, right? So your beginning and your last definitely are related. And I think that that's important. Um, I know that it's like easier you know, to live in flesh. I know that it's easier to be selfish. I know that it's easier for us, especially when we're in a group or especially when we're with other people all around. But being a Christian is not easy. It's not. It's the bottom line. Going from one habit to another habit is not easy. It's hard. How many of you have ever bitten your fingernails and tried to stop, right? Or I don't know, whatever another habit would be, whatever, you know, like, I don't know. But It's not easy, it's hard, it's a challenge, but God doesn't call us to easy things, because if he called us to easy things, pretty much, I feel like we'd all be jerks and selfish and like just funky, right, because that's easy. But God calls us to a higher standard. He calls us to another level of integrity, and that's what's hard. And so use your arrows and your knives really wisely. You have the power. You have the strength. Your words, what you text, what you post, what you, tw- what you tweet, they're gonna affect someone, sometimes for years. I counseled for two and a half hours straight yesterday at school, and about half an hour on the side to an adult. All three of them, and this is on the daily that I counsel. I would say nine times out of 10, I am battling things that people have spoken to them or that they have read about themselves or people have, um, I like the, um, innuendo. Do you know what that means? That's like a, an underwritten and uh, not really said verbally or texted direct but you know who they're talking about and i think those are really popular especially sorry girls and the girly world Um, guys just like to read them they don't really post them as much but guys sure do like to read them and then tell other girls about them so it's when you post you tweet a comment or something and it's just vague but you know exactly who it's meant for and the person who it's meant for knows that it's them and everybody in that circle knows exactly who it's meant for but when we do those they hold power And sometimes it is so hard for us to get rid of it. It's like baggage. We wear it for years and for years and for years. And that's because knives and arrows can easily cut and they go straight to the person's heart, to their self image. It goes straight to the core of who they are. And you know it, all of us have had something tweeted, texted, spoken about us. And we know how much it goes directly to where we are. But guys, I encourage you, through this weekend, take off your old habits and put on something that's new. And with that, encourage yourself, remind yourself, really truly start, when you see someone, visualize that five-circled target on their heart so that we are having words that edify, words that heal our arrows are directly hitting the bullseye for that person. So when I speak to Olivia, I am planning God's word for her. I'm constantly reminding her, Olivia, you are amazing. You are awesome. Like God loves you. He loves your personality. You know, like we want to edify those people. We want to hit the target that he has planned for them. Remember, you are the hands, feet, mouth, and thumbs of Christ. That's us, that is us. And then the last thing I have is Colossians 4-6. So we did Proverbs 1821. We did James, what number for the tongue? Three. Three. And then be a doer is James 1. And then this one is Colossians 4, 4-6. And it is, let your conversation always be full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may have an answer for everyone. And that just means salt preserves it lasts. If we don't have a mouth and thumbs that are meant to give lasting goodness and edification to people, then we're killing them. We're just like the arrow that goes through the little bunny. Like, you know, that's a a funky image, but you know, if that's what it takes, whenever you're going to gossip or you're going to, you know, like picture your words slaughtering a little cute bunny or squirrel, like, right through them and all their little blood and guts on the ground you know instead of their little beautiful heart with the five ring and the t stands for tear down the h is honest the i is integrity n is it necessary and k is it kind all right let's bow father god we thank you so much almighty god for your grace we thank you for just the ability to have minds that are centered on you and focused on you. God, I pray for each and every one of us, myself definitely included. I pray, Almighty God, that as we go forward, that you, Father God, would convict us. If we know Christ and we have you living in our hearts, then our hearts are inclined to you. So when we go to post, when we're listening to gossip, when we're having those bad thoughts about other people, or even about ourselves, God, help us to not have Um, knives and arrows that shoot toward ourselves. God, help us to edify not only one another, but help us to have loving thoughts about ourselves, which it allows us to have loving thoughts about others. And God, I just pray that you would convict us and that we would listen and we would act on it. Father God, help us all to be doers of the word. Help us to have power, strength and magnitude of every word that is spoken or typed from us. Almighty God, we pray, Father, that you strengthen us. You encourage us and God hold us all accountable we're all in this we're all in this together because god likes that too and so god i just pray that you would remind us we are in this together as a team going into battle against our own personal flesh and the world that we live in help us to hold one another accountable and help us to glorify you and edify every single person that we know and that we love we ask this in your name amen Thanks for listening, and a special thanks to all of you who have subscribed, shared episodes, and left reviews. If you would like to learn more about Elevate, you can visit us at iloveelevate.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for everything you do that brings faith, hope, and love to the world around you. Now go, follow Jesus.